BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Kenzie from the I Love You So Much podcast. On my show, we talk about everything, lifestyle, business, finance, beauty, you name it. My favorite part about the show is the amazing guests that we bring on. We have everyone ranging from like business experts to influencers, CEOs, creative masterminds. It's so much fun. If you guys want to find me on Instagram and it's just at Kenzie Elizabeth, I release new episodes every Thursday. So hope to see you there. to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor, duh. I'm here every week. I don't even know why I bother introducing myself. My name's in the goddamn title. Obviously, it's me. Anyway, joining me today, I'm so excited. He's a fellow podcaster. He is an actor. And most importantly, every time, well, we're friends, and every time we hang out, somehow I end up crying in his arms. (laughs) Rob Evers, welcome to the podcast. Hey, boy. Hey. Oh, man, I am so delighted that, that you asked me to come on this. This is going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever comes my way. So I thought long and hard about who I'd have on the podcast to cover the subject matter with me. I've been wanting to talk about it for a while. I talked about it a couple weeks ago on the Taylor Strecker show, but I've really been wanting to bring it to my podcast. And also, I kind of referenced it last week in my podcast. So if you guys are loyal Weekly listeners, you might have heard me slightly reference this, but the subject matter today is fuck boy. Once a fuck boy, always a fuck boy? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. So I said question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Oh, that should, you know what? With the way people text and shit right now, yes. that should be a word. Question mark. It's like a question mark with an exclamation point after. Yeah. But it's like a question mark that like looks surprised. You, know? <laughs> you think that's a new emoji? We could like a what question mark? Questionation mark. I like it. We just invented something new. We're geniuses. So, and Rob, I'm not trying to imply that you are a fuck boy. Okay. Please, please do not. <laughs> but I just felt like you could speak to the fuckery that is a fuck boy. You live in LA. You yeah. know, you've you, you've been there. I feel like. LA is the land of the fuck boy, no? Yeah. I mean, if you're not a fuck boy when you got when you like move here, you become one over time. It's <laughs> it, it's it's something that kind of sinks into your skin a little bit. And then you either fight it off uh-huh. and you realize you're being a fuck boy and then you stop being a fuck boy, or you just go straight to the hills, you know, buy a BMW, get the gold chain, 
and the fedora and just <laughs> into it. <laughs> you also you're here because you actually have a relationship podcast where it's called It's Complicated and is never your co-host Jennifer Golden. You guys, okay, so you are an expert on all things fuck Tom Foolery boy, right? Well, well, I what's happening? So the podcast, yeah, it's called It's Complicated. And uh, it was started with two women, um, Lauren Leonelli and Jen Golden, who are my good friends. And um, they had a, a very successful podcast for many years. And then um, Lauren just had her second child under the age of two. Oh, it's a lot. So she was taking a step back and they decided like, well, we've been talking about relationships for this long, but we've only had our side of the coin. Right. What if we bring a guy in who is very, very nice and does no fuckery whatsoever and <laughs> but could give uh, an honest opinion about what the guy is thinking in every situation. So that's what that's what I do. So Jen, we have guests on. We have really great guests. I mean, we've had um, people that have been on, you know, Good Morning America, the Oprah show, the o, o Magazine, Damn. like, you know, that are featured in GQ. We, we talk about everything from sex. We had a guy on the other day to talk about sex hacks like sex acts. A, I like that. That means wrote a book for men to that's like a step-by-step -step handbook on how to get a woman to orgasm. I like it. Like, could yeah, could I, I don't, could I read was, that book as well, please? And thank you. I I've downloaded it. I have nobody to read it to yet, but I will, uh, I will absorb that information soon. But anyway, so long story short, I give the male perspective, a very blunt male perspective yes. on what the guests are saying. And sometimes they're not happy with what I'm saying. Good. <laughs> okay, perfect. Well, so here's the thing. So Rob and I know each other through Bo and Stassi. So that's yeah. how we got to meet. Tay and I are absolutely in love with Rob. Rob is a Philly boy who's now, I, I mean, you've been in LA forever, right? I, 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 uh, I've been in Philadelphia. I mean, I've been in Los Angeles for 24 years Damn. in June. But I will always be Philadelphia. Yeah. I have an tattoo to my arm. I will always be Philly through and through. Your blood runs green, truly. Oh, yeah. It never, oh, it never will leave the bod. So obviously, my wife is Philly. You're Philly. The automatic Philly connection. But like Rob, you guys is first of all, he is very, very attractive. You are. They mm. must know this. They mm. can't see you right now. I know Rob's mm. feeling. He's in his fifi's right now because he had to shave his face for uh, an audition he had to do, and he does not like his face without his beard. But he's handsome no matter what. I cannot stand my face with. I haven't seen. First of all, I haven't seen my face without the beard since pre-COVID. Because oh. I've just been saying, fuck it for all auditions. And I'm like, you're either hiring me with my beard or you're not. Right. Or an imagination and know what I would like. But I just did it for this one. And you know what? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Wait, why? Why did you have to shave your face for these roles? Well, it was it was a role like a, a politician and lawyer in the 1970s. Oh, yeah. And, no facial hair. Yeah. And I just did the mustache thing for another I, I, role. Yeah, you had like a porn stash recently. <laughs> I was a cop. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my my family okay. just watched me on that show, and they they were like, I didn't see you, and I was like, No, you saw me. You just didn't recognize <laughs> me with my fucking mustache. <laughs> ah, the life of an actor, I fucking die. Um, so Rob is a uh, hottie patati, but Rob is like, oh, he's the fucking nicest. You really are. You're just the best. Like I always say to Tay, if we weren't lesbians, one of us would have fallen in love with you by now. I feel like that probably happens to you a lot. 
Uh, I don't, I, I don't think so, but you know, I don't see it at all. You're just so I very don't. charming and you're very sensitive. Like, okay. So when I say that every time I see Rob and it's every time we go out to LA, we're always, it's like, you know, our little, like, uh, modern family we've created. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Somehow I always end up getting drunk, but like that's just par for the course. And well, then, you're on vacation. You're on vacation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for enabling me. But then I find myself yeah. like in Rob's arms crying every time. <laughs> um, this past time, I don't know what happened. Schwartz gave me some jello shots, spilled it all over my outfit. No, yeah. I was it fine. Was, I was dancing, was... then I was crying again about Tay. Again, you. Know, you. The, the, the irony, the irony is that, so I, I'm t- I took a little break from drinking. I take a break from drinking every year from uh, this end of the Super Bowl or when the Super Bowl finishes, okay. I drink during the Super Bowl. Yes. And then the next day I stop and then I go till Bo's birthday because it's like right around St. Patrick's Day. Damn. Right? Yes. So I do that every year. I didn't and know then you did the, that every you know, year. Yeah, I do it every year. But Bo didn't really do anything for his birthday this year. So I kind of kept it going. And I was like, unless you can give me a reason to be hungover for two days at my age, because I'm old, <laughs> and I'm like, then. If it's a good reason, I'll drink. If it's not, I don't, I'm not going to fucking be like crying on my couch on a Monday <laughs> for no reason. So we went out to WeHo and we went out to, and did the, um, the you know, the, the fun time, the Abbey. We did Drag the whole show. bouncing around our, our bar cross, some of our favorite bars. And there's always, a, there's this dive bar called the Bayou, yep. which is there, which is amazing. But it's always where we kind of wind is where our day takes a turn. Uh-huh. And the irony is that before, because I was coming to join you guys sober and you had already been out for a couple hours, uh-huh. I sent a text to you guys that, or it was like a meme that said, I love day drinking, but I hate waking up in the, in a club at 6 PM crying for no reason. And I was, <laughs> I was I like, I know. Cause I was like, I knew where this was. The day was going to go. And then we were in a bar at six o'clock and you were crying. And I was like, <laughs> do you remember? Cause you were sober. So do you sober. remember why I was crying? Cause I still to this moment, don't remember. Tell me. Yeah. I, I want to, do you want me to say, just why? say it? Just say it. Okay. You thought that somebody was hitting on Taylor. <laughs> Which wasn't the case because she was doing jello shots out of a syringe with Schwartz. I'm so you you thought she was flirt or somebody was flirting with her and and then you got mad at her because somebody flirted with her. <laughs> and then and then the reaction from Taylor wasn't maybe the best. And then you guys started kind of arguing and then that was it. And then I said something to you and you were fine again. <laughs> so was, you guys handled it like adults though. You guys made up. Over, you know, I love yous and all this other stuff, and you were good. I liked it. it was, I was very proud of the way you guys handled the post fight. Thank you. We're getting better. Yeah, you, you, that the the first fight you witnessed was a knockdown drag out. That was like hours yes. and hours and hours. Uh, we're getting yeah. better. We're in couples therapy. I'm on medication. It's kind of, yeah, it's working. It's working. Good. Um, Good. Okay. So speaking of crying and crying, let's take a turn to talk about unhealthy relationships. The fuck boy. Okay. But before you start talking about fuck boys, I just want to put something out there that I am, although I am playing devil's advocate here and giving the other side of the coin, I in no way condone fuck boy players. Okay. I, I don't. I do not condone their actions. I do not condone anything they do. Okay. I am going to simply say this is probably why they're doing it, okay. but I do not condone it. So here, here's the deal. So back, and you remember, because we're about the same age. When we were in college, there we was no- not about the same age. You are way younger than I am. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Although I don't think I'm way younger than you, Rob. I really don't. Yeah, I think. Mm, uh, okay. I think. Okay. okay. Well, I'm 75 years old. <laughs> oh my god, I'm 83. That's crazy. Oh. Shit. <laughs> so I'm 110. That's how I feel. So my liver is. Like oh, literally. Okay. So when we were like in high school, college, even like our early twenties dating, there was no term for fuck boy. There weren't. There, there, there honestly wasn't any negative term for like male horse, if you will, right? Mm. All the negative slurs and slanders for women, but nothing for the bros. Having that lack of language is limiting because it's really hard to shame somebody without the language to do so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. But now we've got fuckboy. And I don't even know when, like, I don't even know the origin of fuckboy coming into, like, uh, the, I don't know, pop culture vernacular. But it is here and it's strong. I feel like even when I was doing Cosmo Radio back in the day, we didn't even have the term fuckboy. So I'm going to say it's been in existence for the last, like, 10 years. Okay? 10 years. And I don't think that at the beginning, guys were taking it as an insult. Right. Like, you heard the word fuck in front of any any male anything they're gonna be like yeah i do (laughs) yeah so but it really is now like it is it is a hurtful thing just like if i if i was at a bar and i said to a guy you're a fuck boy that would hurt his feelings um i would say it would depend who who you're saying it to if you said it to me i'd be like what the fuck right you know i'd be like that's i am not i'd be i get defensive what is what so to you what does a fuck boy mean so a fuck boy to me is somebody who disregards feelings for the person that he's with mm-hmm. and plays somebody. I mean, I guess there was the word player before, yeah, right? Yeah, but it was player. like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were, I mean, when I was in uh, college a long, long time ago, there was a song about being a player, right? And you're right. People like the people that song I'm playing, you'd be like, yeah, I'm a player. But like deep down, you didn't want to be a player. Yeah. I don't want to be a player no more. I'm not a player. Yeah. I just fuck a lot. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's what it is. Big punch. We just that found the pun. origin of player in the fuckboy. We just found we're Indiana Jones in this shit right now. So but yeah, I think that I think that um the, there are people that go around and pretend to they play with people's emotions yes. and get what they want from it. Yes. And then they they leave then they then they ghost or yes. they have no empathy for what that they're they're leaving behind. Yes, exactly. I was in college. And there was, I think I definitely, I think I encountered one fuck boy in my entire dating history, which is actually pretty good. I'm a little bit of a serial monogamous. So like, where'd you go to school again? I went to Ithaca, Ithaca college. You know, I went to Syracuse, right? Oh my God. Fuck. Yes. I always forget that. I know. Very bonding. Same area. It's like, we're what? Like 45 minutes apart, but like, I feel like it's still, you know, upstate New York is upstate New York. Yeah, we have the same tunnels that go from uh, from our dorms to like everywhere we have to go. You can't go outside because it's too cold. Exactly. So Ithaca, like very fun party scene. Cornell was over the hill. So there was like a lot. Of, I mean, just a great college town to go to. Yeah. And I had a long term boyfriend in college. We broke up. So anyway, I'm going to tell you how I the origin of how I met the fuck boy. I met him my sophomore year at a party at this place called the crack house. Okay. And it was like, we're all the basketball, like, well, was it, who, who was the team? It was either the basketball team or the baseball team. I can't remember, but anyway, well, that's a, that's a, first of all, that's a difference. But second of all, what do you, if you go into a place called the crack house, what are you trying to expect? What you, what, what love are you trying to find in a, in a crack? House? Here's the deal. So it was called the crack house because 
it was falling apart. It like it honestly should have been condemned. Okay, and oh. it was but like we were college kids, so Ithaca was you live on campus, but when you're upperclassmen, you live off campus. So we would take right. over like the whole hill leading up to campus. It was like all residential college students. Right. So this one house was the most dilapidated, and I literally like the flooring was so like rotted out. I fell through the floor at this one particular time. Okay. Nice. Hence the crack house. So. Gotcha. We're at the party. I'm walking over to the keg. At this time, I had a boyfriend, a long-term boyfriend, but I hated him. You know how that goes, right? It takes a while to get out of relationships. So we're at this party, and I fall through the floorboards, and I was skinny back then. So this was like a floor situation, not a me situation. But it's still embarrassing to fall through a fucking floor. So my friends are helping me up, and this guy, fuck boy, was like, he said something. He, like, helped me. He's like, you look so glamorous falling through the floor or something like that. Or you make falling through the floor look good. Helps me up. And I said to him, you're cute. That was like my go-to thing. Don't forget, I have a boyfriend. And then he t- okay. comes around. He goes to me, you're cute. And I was like, right? I know. <laughs> so we start talking and he's very, uh, like off the bat, very flirty. He kind of looks like a young Tom Cruise. Okay. Quite attractive and charming as all get out. Okay. And it's moving pretty quickly. And he's like showing interest immediately up front, which was kind of like new for me because I feel like guys, especially in college, kind of play hard to get. Like that kind of like suave confidence is maybe for like, I don't know, in the later 20s. Do you know what I'm saying? you're no in my brain you're still on the floor and you're oh, I'm, boyfriend. Up. I'm up now i'm up okay okay but i do so you're not you're not hanging halfway out the floor and he's just walking <laughs> around you like the money pit so but my boyfriend is at the party so we're talking and very quickly i say you know oh i do have a boyfriend we, we get to that very quickly and okay. he's like who is he and i say the guy's name and he's like oh that guy's a herb and i'm like i know right he's the fucking worst so <laughs> oh, maybe i'm a fuck boy oh my god <laughs> All right, the next episode I'm on is what women really say about their boyfriends when they're not in the room. (laughs) Anyway, this guy and I were, you know the relationship where you're off again, you're on again, and it's like we couldn't break up because it was like all of our friends were friends. It was like, you know, it was not a good relationship. I was always one foot out the door. Anyway. And we're in the floor. We're now, and now we're out of the floor. So we're having this conversation and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to like, he's like, we're going to another party. You should come with us. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to flirt. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to break up with this guy anyway, my boyfriend. So we're about to leave and he's like, so so he got on the subject of what he's doing next semester. And he's like, I'm going to be in Australia next semester. And I'm like, Mm. oh, fuck this. And I'm thinking, listen, I want a reason to break up my boyfriend. And I've been looking for a reason to break up with my boyfriend. But I'm not going to break up my boyfriend for the guy who's going to Australia for a semester. Like, this is dumb and this is stupid. And it kind of, like, shook me back into reality. And so he was like... Like, can I can I ask you a question? Yes. Can I interrupt for a second? Yes. Are you a, a relationship swinger? And I don't mean that in the yes. sex way. I mean it like, do you have to be in one relationship and be secured to know that there's another relationship for you to leave this relationship to swing into this relationship? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. And That's I, big information because you weren't you were you were looking for a boyfriend. Right. You were like, if I'm gonna break up with this boyfriend, right. then this dude better be my next boyfriend. Right. See, okay. you are a relationship expert. Damn. I was really trying to skirt, skirt around that, but you saw it right away. I am. I'm a swinger. That's how I go. And it's not something I'm proud of, but it's definitely like, I feel like I've already broken up in the relationship. And so right. it's just me getting the courage to actually break up. But I have to know, and it's not that I'm cheating. I'm not swinging to relationship to relationship by cheating. It's right. almost like I, 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 I 
emotionally you're out emotionally i'm out of it and then like i might like meet somebody that i go oh see you know you won't be alone you could potentially have something with this person right i i have a theory that all women i say this on my podcast too that Mm -hmm. all women know they're breaking up with the guy four months before the guy knows that they're getting broken up with accurate 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 i actually so you were already out when i got a when i got a divorce i had like and again no lines were crossed but i met a guy that i was like because i was so out of my marriage and i was like oh wow i guess i wouldn't be alone this guy seems nice i bet we could date if i ended my marriage you know things like that and then i actually was shocked i didn't end up like dating this guy after my divorce and that i ended up with taylor because she was nowhere in my periphery when it came to right. but but so yes exactly Okay. Okay. I'm a swing. Okay. So, so he's going to Australia. You're breaking up with this dude, this herb over here. <laughs> and you're like, I better marry this guy. But why would I do that if you're going to Australia? Exactly. Okay, why would I break up with my boyfriend who I hate <laughs> and be alone yeah. if you're going right. to be in Australia? So what did I do? I stayed with <laughs> the boyfriend and I just continued to hate him. <laughs> so that was second semester of my sophomore year. I come back this summer going into my junior year and I'm staying, my boyfriend stayed in Ithaca over the summer. So I'm staying with him a couple weeks before the semester, like before we're all back at school. And I hated him so much, Rob. He was just truly the worst. So I ran into, so, but like I couldn't get into my apartment because we were still like a couple weeks out from the semester beginning for a semester. So I ran into this girl I had like a sociology class with. We like barely, sociology, right? We barely yeah. knew each other. And, but like I was so desperate to like get away from the boyfriend. So at this point, I'm like, get me away from him now, 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 now. And so I said to my friend, well, my friend, a girl I had class with, like, I, I ran to her Wegmans at the grocery store, and I was like, girl, save me. I'm like, my boyfriend's psycho. I need to, can I stay on your couch? And she was like, yeah, totally. So we became, like, best girlfriends under, like, duress, under that circumstance. So she's like, oh, my God, I'm hooking up with this guy who's, um... A senior. So we're going to our junior year. These guys are going to be seniors. And so we're not 21, right? So we can't get to the bars. And there's a bar called Johnny O's. That's the fucking best. It's in College Town, up by Cornell. And she's like, I'm hooking up with this guy. And he has a bunch of friends that work the doors at Johnny O's. Like one of his friends in particular works at the back door. So we can just like go in tonight and go through the back door and then hang out with this guy I'm hooking up with and like whatever. And I was like, awesome, perfect, great. And, but I was still like, I was still technically with my boyfriend, even though I had run away from him and declared I hated him, I still was like, don't speak to me, I hate you. However, we're technically still boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, I was 20. Was this, no, no, you, you were talking about being the same age. I didn't have any cell phones or text messaging back when I was in college. That's how old I am. Wow, you, you, text you are, me. I did, I did. You, you had text me, okay, so Nokia he knew who flip you were. Phone. Yeah, he wasn't, but he wasn't like searching Wegmans for two weeks for you. No. Like he knew who you were somewhere. No, I was like, I hate you. Leave me alone. But we're okay. still boyfriend okay. and girlfriend. So don't hook okay. up with anybody. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we go up to College Town. We walk to the back of the bar and the door opens. And who the fuck is it? Australia boy. Australia boy. Yep. And he, and we're like, oh, and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't seen you forever. And he's like, it's you. And I said, it's you. And he said, I gave you my number and you never called me. And I said, well, you were in Australia. What am I, what's the point of that? That's stupid. And so he was like, oh, you love me. And he's like, you still with that loser boyfriend? And I was like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> and he was like, well, 
are you here to break up with him and be with me? And I was like, ah, you know, whatever. But like very <laughs> flirty. But I remember I heavily flirted, but I still was very much like, sorry, I have a boyfriend. Sorry, I have a boyfriend. Sorry, I have a boyfriend. Mm, fuck girl. <laughs> fuck girl. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. So anyway, it went on like that between us per, I mean, it felt like forever. It was probably in college time, a month, you know, of like running into each other, being very flirty, but I had a boyfriend still or whatever the hell was going on with the two of us. And I, just, I hope this poor guy doesn't listen to this podcast because he's driving guy? somewhere in New York city. Oh, oh the, my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, the, he well, left the, one- me the most horrific message. Like, like five years after we had broken up, like broken up, broken up. And it was like the most horrific message I've ever received in my entire life. He can go fuck himself. I give oh. zero shits about him. Okay. And if he's listening, it's his own damn fault. And he knows oh. it is. He just, he just like crashed into a ravine by accident. <laughs> he's fine. He didn't get hurt. Nobody else got hurt oh. in the crash. Oh. But he's like oh. so mad. Oh my okay. God. Finally, I get the fucking balls to break up with my herb of a boyfriend, right? So we break up. And what do I do the second we break up? I run to Johnny O's. Yep. Australia boy's working. And I say, I broke up with it's my boyfriend. It's raining out. No. It's raining out. Wait, wait. And, did you know? And, no, it is raining out. And Bob Seeger's playing in the background. And he opens the door and you're standing there wet. And you're like, it's always been you. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's raining out. So we make out in the rain. It was like the greatest. Yes. Yes. So, but the only better makeout session I've had in my life, okay, which is saying a lot, was with my wife. That I was the greatest say, makeout session of my say, life. Said, yeah. You know, she's editing this shit. I'm no dummy. No, but for real. <laughs> but I will say that this was definitely the second. It's a bronze yeah. winner for the best makeout session. So then he's like, baby, 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 baby. He also said that, drove me nuts. He was like, you love me. You broke up with your boyfriend for me. And I was like, don't get it twisted. No, I didn't. I said, listen, it was a bad relationship. It just took me too long to break up with him. Yeah, I like you, but I'm not looking for a boyfriend, which was a fucking lie. And he should have known that. I mean, I know it, but <laughs> I know I'm, I'm listening to the backstory. This guy just knows that that's all C knows is that you've been flirting and then like, but you had a boyfriend right. and then now you just left a boyfriend and you're like, probably I don't want another boyfriend right now. I just want to get laid. Of course I want a boyfriend. Right. <laughs> I, was this about fuck boys or fuck girls? This is very Where's interesting. This, story go? this is very interesting. And I decided to tell the whole story to give this guy a fair shot. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I'm team. I'm team Australia right now. This episode of taste of Taylor is brought to you by newly. I cannot say enough nice things about Newly. Here's the deal. We are all approaching the scary season, which is wedding season. Bachelorette parties, baby showers, rehearsal dinners, weddings. You know, it just never ends. It's never like, oh, I have all formal weddings. I'll wear this like one black gown. No, it's like one is semi-formal, one is formal, one is sequins only. It's just like, it feels like you always need something new for every single event you have going on, which can be overwhelming and stressful and not to mention expensive. That is before we all had Newly. Yep, you got it. Newly, a monthly clothing rental subscription that is saving my life and yours as well. 
Here's a deal with the newly subscription. Everything includes your choice of any six styles you want to rent each month. So you can choose literally whatever you're looking for for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Also, you get access to thousands of styles from more than three hundred brands and they've got like literally everything party dresses they've got premium denim one-of-a-kind vintage pieces speaking my love language right now and they stock styles in a range of sizes this is for me the most important part from petite to plus size they go up to 5x plus they even have maternity and they carry incredible labels anthropology yes please free people uh thank you love shack fancy yeah yeah like a million times yes. Plus, they're fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Yeah. So you don't even have to do your own freaking laundry. And I love this, too. They have an option to buy what you love at a discount, sometimes even up to, like, 75% off. Because sometimes I wear things or I rent things, and I'm like, wait, I, like, need, need, need this. I, like, can't give it back. It's, like, my baby. And so you have an option to buy as well. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the new season. Rent that floral sweater that you're dying to try, but like would live on the hanger half the year if you bought it. It's like one and done. I mean, with Instagram too, we're like always, we're always looking for something new and fresh. Also stock up on new spring dresses for every event. So yep, weddings, bridal showers, graduations, etc. without breaking the bank. Try all the spring trends without feeling that fast fashion ick. You know what I'm talking about. And Newly has your spring wardrobe completely unlocked. Thank God, bless and believe. They're designed to give you everything that you need to get inspired and get creative, explore your style. And I get to actually like check out new trends and silhouettes and sizes without any commitments. I friggin' love that component. And then I get to free my closet of my only wore them once impulse purchases that like, you know, I have major buyer's remorse, but with renting, I don't have to feel any of that negativity. And my favorite, it's flexible. There are no fees, no late fees, damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal. If you lose a button, whatever, spill something, it's fine. Just need to take a break. All good. Your life needs flex and newly gets that. So what are you waiting for? Newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with code Taylor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter code Taylor20, T-A-Y-L-O-R-2-0, and sign up to get $20 off your first month. Again, that's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, and use that code Taylor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. And now, back to the podcast. Now, we are consistently flirting and, you know, hooking up and whatever, making out. But, like, I'm... I'm not a good girl, but like I tried to be a good girl. So like I'm definitely right. like trying to hold off on the sex. I'm not jumping right into bed. But you know, mm-hmm. we're hooking up, we're fooling around, we're sleeping over. I, I, I honestly don't remember how long it took us to sleep together. I really don't think it took that Are long. Are the people at the bar like knowing they're like, hey Taylor, like when you come in yeah. and they're like, Oh, that's Australia boy. I'm, we're not gonna say his name, right. so we'll call him Australia. Right. That's Australia's girl, you know, blah blah blah. And then you're you're waiting for him to get off work and then you go home with him, like that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. But he is a player and he is, I mean, he's a reputation for hooking up with lots of girls at the same time. He works at a bar in the college town. That's, <laughs> that's, I did too. I worked at a bar at Syracuse and that, I mean, right. those, when girls want 50 cent beers for free, you, 
You have the upper hand. You have the upper hand. And he was, like I said, and and, in a big group of guys, all these guys were like super hot, super cool, and like super bro-y and tight. Like there wasn't a frat, but like they were as close as a frat as we had at Ithaca. So, um, and all these guys, very flirty, very sexy. Anyway, so he was basically my guy, right? And all my girlfriends knew that. But he would like flirt with my girlfriends in front of me. And I'm like, mm. what? What's that shit? Like, they're hooking up with your friends, and also they're my they're my friends. Like, mm-hmm. they're not gonna mm-hmm. hook up with you. One of my friends did flirt back because she always had to be like the top, you know, the number one girl. But like, mm-hmm. she, despite the flirting, she would have never hooked up with him. She was loyal, you know. But like, mm-hmm. so that I started to see that shit happening, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. I don't like that. It's one thing if he's gonna hook up with girls that aren't in my friend group, but he's like hitting on my friends that's kind of concerning and at this point i really liked him and i'm pretty sure he knew i really liked him and we were sleeping together and i was not sleeping with anybody else except that one time i went and slept with my ex-boyfriend but that was a really bad day it sounds like that's why he was flirting with your friends it's because he probably saw things getting serious from a girl who said that he did she didn't want a boyfriend and then you know all of a sudden you start to be girlfriend's situation. I could and so tell he, he liked me like that. Like I was sleeping over a lot and like all probably, his roommates knew me. Big, saying one thing and then showing you on the other side, like, do you watch Married at First Sight? No. Oh, this is a perfect example for Married at First Sight. <laughs> there's, there's a, it's going on right now. It's a fucking great show. You should watch. I will. It's awesome. I will. There's a guy on there right now named Olajuwon and he's got his wife and they're married at first sight. And he used to be a fuckboy to the sense where he had a different name that he used <gasps> on his, on his dating apps and all this other shit. And when he went out to the bars, he used a different name no. than like what his friends and family knew him for. <laughs> And he refers to that other person in the third person. Like Sasha right? Fierce from Beyonce, except it's a fuck boy. Yes. He sends out. Exactly. If Beyonce was like in a bar with sunglasses on being like, you're like, oh, Beyonce, what's up? She's like, I'm Sasha Fierce. <laughs> Let me go sit on your face and then never speak to me again. <laughs> he is now married to this woman and he is so scared. Like he, he won't tell her he loves her, but he's like, you're my wife. You're like, what? my girl, you're not you, like, you got to get rid of your dating apps, all other stuff. And he, but he's also like very, like, he won't go there emotionally with her, even though they're married and wants her to be his wife. Right. Right. So this, so he was like, he would never say that. And he was like, very clear to be like, we're not going to be boyfriend, girlfriend. That's what you said you didn't want. He would always reference back. And I would be like, yeah, I know. But like, that was also a long time ago and we're sleeping together now. And it was kind of like, he was like, he wouldn't commit, but he wouldn't not commit, you know? And like, it was almost like he had radar on me. Like he like, wouldn't like text me forever. And I was always, I felt like such a fucking game. And then, like, the second I was like, fuck this guy. Like, I am done. He'd be right there texting, baby, 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 baby. It's like he knew. <laughs> he could sense that, like, I was like, I have self-respect, damn it. And then, you know, then he was like, wait, I'm here. And then I was like, self-respect out the window. So it was a lot of back and forth with that. So that was first semester, my whole situation. I was going to L.A. for second semester, which would be his last semester because he was a senior. And... Right before I'm leaving, he's very like, I'm going to miss you so much. Maybe we should be official boyfriend and girlfriend, all this shit. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, baby, I don't want to do that. You're going to be in LA. Like, we don't want to have a long relationship. You don't want that. And I was like, I do. I would love that. And he's like, no, no, baby, baby, baby. But like, we'll stay in touch, baby. And you're my baby, baby. But you know, baby. (laughs) Maybe, but not maybe. Did he know your name? (laughs) Maybe he didn't know your name. (laughs) He knew 
my name. But he did call. He did say it weird. He called me taller. It's Taylor, you fucking dummy. He was from upstate New York. I think he had an accent. Taller. Or you just didn't correct him the first time, and he just called you My name you is Taller. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so I'm in L.A. doing my thing. He's back in Ithaca doing his thing. And but what did you? What, what was the final decision? We're just gonna the, keep like, talking, but like we're we're but not official. We're not official. No, not at okay. all. Like we're you know free agents. And again, like go do whatever you want. And I of course here through Grapevine, he's hooking up with this one and that one and this one and this one consistently. And it's like, and I'm mm. like whatever. Like I mean, he's not my boyfriend, right? And then I get a call from one of my good friends, the one that used to flirt with him, mm. but mm. was loyal as fuck. And she was like, I have something to tell you. You need to call Australia boy and or this other friend of ours. The original girl. Remember the original girl who saved me from Wegmans. my boyfriend? Wegmans, Wegmans, thank you. She's like, Wegmans in Australia are going to call you in a little bit because they have something to tell you. And I'm making <gasps> them. And I was like, okay. So Wegmans and Australia call me together. And they're like, so we hooked up. And I'm like, what? And Wegmans had a boyfriend. And I'm like, wait a second. And I'm like, listen, Australia, you can do whatever you want, but Wegmans, are you fucking kidding me? And yeah, also Australia, Wegmans. what? Like, fuck anybody, but Wegmans? You have to fuck Wegmans? Anyway, I'm like losing my mind. And thank God for my friend who like made them tell me. So then I'm like, we're fucking done. And I thought that they had just kissed. I found out years later that they had fucked, uh, but I didn't know that Ooh. at the time. So anyway, but all even, the holes, okay, all the holes, all of the holes, Wegmans and all her holes. So, <laughs> so um, 24 hours. Wegmans is 24 hours, by the way. <laughs> so it is. So <laughs> I'm like, so pissed at him. And then he's kind of like, you know, I'm sorry, but like, maybe I want to be more committed. But I was like, you know what? Like, we're just done. And he was like, you're going to be on spring break with us. Like, we'll figure it out. And I was like, what? okay, fine. Yeah. Cause I was, it was a big group spring break. We were all going on. Oh my God. So at the time, one of his really good friends was out in LA. Cause his mom worked for Glamour magazine and he was baby, baby, baby. You didn't, you didn't. <laughs> Listen, so his okay. friend is out there. So we are mutual friends through the group of friends. So we go out and we hang out. And this is when I was taking apple teenies. Like I was drinking apple teenies like they were shots. So I was what? unwell. And him apple and I. Teenies apple is going to be your, your, your. I was a 20 year old your... girl. Of course I was going to be drinking apple teenies. We would go to, remember that, um, on Sunset, because I was living in LA, it's on Sunset, and there was this, like, it was almost like, it, it wasn't the Chateau Marmont, but it was, like, this bar, it's, like, right across the street from, like, Saddle Ranch, but it was, like, a bar at the end of, like, the street where it, like, broke off, and it was, like, it was, like, a divey-divey, like, um... Cabo Cantina? No, it yes. was... Yes. Yeah? Crocod yeah, like, cop yeah, like, divey-divey-divey. Divey-divey-divey, really yeah. But it was really popular. It was either Cabo Cantina or the Troc. Yeah. Trocadero. It was, but yeah, I, I think it was a Trocadero. I do. Cause we went there with you guys a couple years ago and I was like, I, this is where I used to get fucked up. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I'm with his friend, but we're also friends, friend group. And we end up making out. I have no recollection cause I'm truly blackout. He, right. there are no cabs in LA. So he had to flag down landscapers. 
they put us in the, the flatbed. I have no recollection of this. And drive us to like the fucking, like the nicest hotel in Beverly Hills because that's where his mom was being put up and saying. And so he put me on the couch in like my hoochie outfit and did, we did not hook up beyond that because we were with his mom. And well, he would have gone to jail at this point. <laughs> that's also true. Um, yeah. And I end up like waking in the middle of the night and throwing up all over the like the ground and he takes care of me. And the next day his mom's super cool. We like, I'm beyond hungover and like dressed really inappropriately for day. But we like go to this like fancy Italian restaurant and it was like the greatest ever. And so, but that happened. So then I was like, so he was like, I got to tell Australia that we like made out. And I'm like, tell him it would be my pleasure. But like, we, there was nothing beyond us making out. He was like, we're friends. We made out, whatever. Okay, whatever. And Australia got real mad about that. Of course he did. Why? Because he's a fuck boy? First of all, Taylor, you are not making yourself out well in this uh, this story at all. So you can't turn the dime like that and just be like, because he's a fuck boy? No, it, because he's an insecure boy. That's what it is. That's what the whole... Look, the, the basis of all a fuck boys is insecurity. Right. Right? It's like they need that validation. They don't care where they're getting it from. They're not thinking about other pre- people's feelings. They're thinking about how can I feel important, special, and the best in the room at this moment which is what you were doing with <laughs> Beverly Hills Hotel Boy. Right. Which, or we'll call him Trocadero. Trocadero. That's what you were doing with Trocadero was you were just trying to feel wanted and loved and and you knew you could hurt the other person. Right, but he hurt me first. I I know. And I am, <laughs> I'm an advocate of some. if somebody hurts you, you hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So that's that. Now we go on spring break, right? And he's like, I can't wait to see you. You know, I made out with your friend. You were telling me to made out with my friend. We're even. Two negatives can't make a positive or whatever. Cancel each other out. So can't wait to see you, baby, 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 in spring break. So excited. We go, all of us go to Jamaica. No, Arrow didn't tell Australia. Yeah. Yeah, he knew. Oh, he knew. so he's still baby, baby, baby. Can't wait to see you. Even oh, though yeah. He knows you made out with Trocadero. Yeah, exactly. He was mad, but he like, what leg did he have to stand on? Right. You know, and he was just like, it's not going to happen again with Trocadero, right? And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, honestly, I didn't remember it. So whatever. Right. So we all go on spring break. I'm staying in a hotel. He's staying with Trocadero and all their other friends in a different hotel. And we all go out one night to this like big party. And I am like, it's like our first night. I can't wait to see him and make out because I haven't seen him in so long. And he is like, won't even give me the time of the day. Okay. And it's not that he's even flirting with like girls from our school. He's flirting with total strangers, but like Mm -hmm. wants me to be around and hang out. He keeps saying, but then keeps ignoring me. And it's like killing me. So I get hammered. And then I went to enter a wet booty contest. Like, you know, they have like wet t-shirt contests. They were going to do it, but like show it like with your butt. And I was going to do it because that's how low I was, Rob. Okay. And then one Mm. of my friends is like, don't do it. Don't do it. And so I did it. And then at the end of the night, He's like, where's Taylor? And I'm like, right here. And he's like, let's go back to my hotel. And I'm like, okay, because I had no self-esteem. And we slept together. And then I thought, maybe now it'll be like a thing. And then he just ignored me the rest of the trip. It was like unbelievable. Manipulative. Manipulative. Exactly. So anyway, that's it. So after, so I go back to L.A., And I'm just like, fuck him. But then he wins me over again, like on the phone or what have you. I'm coming back for senior week. Baby, 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 you got to get here early. I miss you, blah, blah, blah. We hook up senior week, but then he pulls the same shit of like disappearing. And then that's when I'm like, I'm fucking done with you, bro. You're a fucking fuck boy. We're over, right? And then he starts to call me in the summer. Like, I really want you to come to Syracuse and meet my parents. And I'm like, 
fuck you. Fuck you with this fuckery. Fuck you with this bullshit. Like, you're full of shit. You're just, now you just know I'm so done. I'm so done. And this is the shit you're pulling. And that's like when I started to get really pissed because I was like, I have wanted this and you knew it for so long. And you always had excuses. And it's like the second you feel me slipping away, this is what you do anyway. Or, or, or he was in Syracuse and there wasn't, everybody was gone. You know, when, when you're, you know, Syracuse, when school's out, it's, 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 it was rated like the fifth worst place to live in the country when I was there, you know? Right. So he probably was like, there's nobody here for me to hang out with. Let me call baby, baby, baby. Yeah, exactly. So, um, we're done, done, done. We haven't talked for months. And then Truckadero comes back for his super senior year. So I'm a senior, but he's also back for a semester as a senior. And he's all, I've had a crush on you forever. I told Australia that the second you smartened up and you got like you and you kicked him to the curb because he treated you like such shit, I was going to make a move. And he was like not happy about it, but he also knew he couldn't say anything about it. And you finally have been done with him for like months now. And I want to be your boyfriend. And I was like, Hmm. what? So, but I was like, but Truckadero, we're just friends. Anyway, him and I started dating and we dated for like four or five years. So we had like a real oh. ass relationship and he was like a really like decent boyfriend. You know what I mean? He was like, good for Truckadero. He was a great guy. We, we, we just ended cause we were like, our careers were in different places. He hated that. He hated that I did this for a living and I was falling Whatever, in love were, with the job, but we were young, you were but young. like, but like, I really can't like, he maybe cheated like once I never cheated on him, but like, he was very, like he was a, I, I, he was a great boyfriend, really, really good boyfriend. And we were very, very much in love. And so, and you know, and Australia had to see that cause we were against in the same friend group. So then we'd overlap. And like, even on New Year's Eve, we were all out together and Australia like came over me and he started with the baby, baby, baby shit. And I was like, bro, that is your friend. And that is my boyfriend. Also, I love that you're flirting with me. Get, get the fuck out of my face. You know what I mean? So that's really our saga. And, you know, and I knew he was bugged. I was dating Truckadero, but like, what are you going to do? And I had not, I mean, haven't talked to the guy, heard from the guy, thought of, really thought of him. That's a lie. But haven't really, you know, any, any reaction in like 10, 15 years. So... A few weeks ago, I get a text from my friend from college, the one, the loyal one that made them call me. Okay. She texts me and she's like, you'll never believe who texted me. So she texts me. So she got a text from Australia. Okay. And Australia says, was out last night with clients in Detroit. I mentioned I went to Ithaca and the girl next to me said she was a fan of someone who went there. So my friend who sent me this, she works at Sirius XM radio. So she is also on the air. So he could have easily thought that whoever this was, was talking about Nicole. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Said she was a fan of someone who went there. I said, who? And she goes, Taylor Strecker. And then he puts a laughing emoji like, right? Because, Okay. And then he wrote. So wait, are your is your loyal friend and Australia still good friends? I didn't know this. Well, I mean, she. To be fair, Nicole stays in touch with fucking everybody from college, like everybody. Well, she she seems like the the town you know bell ringer. She is, you know, because she's yeah, she yeah. is. So okay. he wrote huge fan and huge fan of yours as well. He's saying that to Nicole, like because she's on the air too made me proud exclamation point so then they keep texting about something 
I can't see it. And then she sends me the last, the last bit of their screenshot or their conversation. And, um, and she says, and yeah, we still live in NYC. So obviously they're catching up because he, right. like, I'm sure it's been a while since they've texted. Um, we'll probably leave eventually, but no time soon. And he said, nice period. Well, tell Tay my nickname. How dare mm-hmm. he? She's mm-hmm. got a big fan of Detroit. Thank you both for being famous. Knowing you will probably close this deal for me. Cause it was like a business thing. And then oh he did God. heart emoji, cry face emoji, angel emoji. Okay. So wait, he's using you again. And then he said to my friend Nicole, move to, C- to, move to Connecticut, which means he lives in Connecticut. I lives in Connecticut. I thought he Jeez. lived in London. Anyway, so um, obviously I'm saying to my friend, oh my God, I'm dead, this, that, and the other. Um, and that's the end of that. Then I get a DM from the listener. From the listener, he met like two days later, and she oh. spills the tea. Are you ready oh. for? Oh, are you ready for this? Oh, is this a good story or what? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So she and she sends me a picture. Okay, so she says, <laughs> "Why are you whispering?" <laughs> she says, "Hey, girl, hey, I know you're in LA. That's when I was with you guys, living when I was crying in your arms, living yep. your best life, and I hope this in no way triggers you." But I had to share this pic. So at this point, she doesn't know that I've heard from Nicole. She has no idea, okay? But the, the DM listener says, oh, because she listens to your show, she knows it would trigger you? Yes, or because she's of a what the guy the said? Well, she, she, she listens to my whole life. She's been listening for like a, over a decade. So she, yeah, but she, she, he must have said something to her because how would she, because you've never talked about Australia before. Oh, I've talked about him over the years. Oh, 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 oh. I talk oh, about all my uh, relationships. So the listeners know that like I've had certain types of relationships. So she's pretty like sitting there being like, She's like figured out which guy she's talking okay. to. Okay. Hey, girl, Got hey, it. I know you're in LA living your best life, and I hope this in no way triggers you, but I had to share this pic and let you know how I so randomly met a guy, Australia, she says his name, who claims to be one of your college boyfriends. Boo. Oh, really? You were my a boyfriend? Okay. So. <laughs> We were at a work dinner, and after I found out he went to Ithaca, of course I said my best friend went there. Ha, ha, ha. She said, kidding. I actually said, oh, everything I know about Ithaca is from a radio show podcast host who I've been listening to for over 10 years. He asked who. I said said your name, and I died when he said I used to date Taylor. And then she does, like, all skull emojis. I told him how I must know so many stories about him. We decided he was the mind fuck guy. Mm, okay, that's fair. Who was never officially a boyfriend, but he said he probably should have been. Uh, still doing it. Still fucking doing it, right? Um, yeah. He was very complimentary of you uh, and was like, I love Taylor. She's great. Anyway, I could go on and on. It's just wild to meet someone who knows you. Bye, girl, bye. And then she sent a picture of him, and he looks like literally just like he did in college. Can you Wait, see? Ain't, oh, yeah. Okay. Good looking man right there. Still good looking. Good looking. And mm-hmm. then her and I were like going back and forth, but like, oh, really? So anyway, so a week ago, Tay and I were at this party for our this company called Built. Why Club mm-hmm. John was there. Taylor lost her hat. It was a whole thing. Saw it. Saw it. Amazing. But, it's gone till November. It'll be gone till November. <laughs> like, tell Taylor's hat. It'll be gone till November. Gone for forever. So yeah. we are at this party and I ran to one of my friends, Dave who works at this company called BFA. We went to college together and him and I were like catching up and like, oh, how are you? I miss you. I like, you know, like just whatever. And then he was like, oh my God, so funny. Like, 
a couple weeks ago, Australia was texting me to get your number. And I was like, really? And I was like, well, he texted Nicole and he was like, oh, okay. And he's like, I think he like met somebody that knew you and it was like a business thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, did you give him my number? And he's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) okay. So here I am going, you know. Why would he do that? Well, because I think he wanted to reach out and be like, that is so funny that I met one of your listeners. But like, listen, how many years has it been, right? No, but why would your friend give your number to him? Because he's he's our mutual friend. And this friend of mine doesn't know how how I feel like this. He's, he's one of the guys. He was like, a, he's one of the guy friends. I don't care. And, and you're, you, he might be one of your good friends, but you never give out. I wouldn't let my mom give out my number to people. That she was like, oh, so-and-so, you got it. I'm like, no, mom, you, like, my number is something I give out to people. You don't, nobody else gives out your number. I don't know how he doesn't have my number. Also, can he, like, fucking DM me? We live in the future, you know? Well, he's your, he's your, you know, your college boyfriend. He probably feels like he can skip the DMs. I guess so. So, anyway, so. Here, so here's the question, right? So it's like, so is this once a fuck boy, always a fuck boy? This, so this fuck, and I'm sure, I wonder if he would be like, yeah, I was a total fuck boy. Like, does it sound like he knows he was a fuck boy? Does it sound like he's still being a fuck boy? Or does it seem like he's a grown person with a life now? It was a blast in the past. And like, I'm psychotically <laughs> going back. Uh, this, is, this is a tough one because I think, look, we, if we were all judged on what we did in college, we would all be in big trouble. Big trouble. Big trouble. Big trouble. Big 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 big, big, big trouble. Big trouble. Yeah. Um. I, I'm. I don't. I, does, do you know anything about his life? Is he married? Does he have a kid? Does he have like? I heard that he. The reason he was a fuckboy in college was because him and his high school girlfriend kind of had like a. We're gonna go to school. We're gonna date whoever we want, but we're gonna get back together after we graduate from college, kind of uh, a thing. Okay. And I, okay. so I could have, I could be making this totally up, but in my mind, I, I thought that he, they ended up getting back together, and they got married, and then they moved to London, and they had a baby, and that's where they were living. So I don't know how, I don't, I don't know anything Did, beyond. Are that. you making all that up though? <laughs> no. I'm pretty That's what sure. Happened? I'm pretty sure he's ma- well. Maybe not that girl, but he definitely got married, had a baby, and lived in London. Yes. Okay. 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 Well, that's that's big news. Okay. Right. So like, so what it sounds like then there's because there's two different universes in the multiverse here that we could be <laughs> doing. If he was single, ran into this girl, used you as a flirting technique and a business closing technique, right? And then was like, oh, I, could, I don't wonder what's going on here. She's famous. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, maybe I can get some of that and then I could use that to help me further. And then maybe I could be like, yeah, I'm dating, dating Taylor or like, you know, you know, I don't know. He knows you're married, but like use it in his advantage some way. Uh-huh. Then that would be still him being a fuck boy. Right. Because he's because he's the thing with the fuck boys. <laughs> a word I didn't know I was going to say 35 <laughs> times. Today. And it's 11 o'clock on the. West Coast, by the way. Um, so uh, the 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 thing about that is that they're use they use things for their own personal gain. Yes, whether it's pleasure or you know that like their ego needs a boost or whatever, right? And that's kind of what our relationship was. Is, like I right. was there when it's he all, needed me for whatever reason. Right. It's all ego and insecure based, right. always. Right. right. And then like, oh, and like I don't think I was ever a fuckboy. Because I was raised by a father who taught me open the door, pay for the dinner, right. walk on the outside of the street, you know, that kind of thing. Right. But, and that's the way I live my life now. So I'm not on any of the dating apps. I just don't believe in it 
at all. Right. But there were probably times in college, and I'm sure there's a one or two baby, baby, babies out there who might have a different opinion of what I was because I was testing the waters with them. Right. You know? Right. I might have thought that I was, I might have confused lust for feelings and then not been sure of those feelings after the lust kind of subsided. Right. And then kind of played both sides of it for my own benefit. Right. So if he's married with a child, he may just be reaching out to be like, holy shit, this is somebody that I went to college with. We had this experience together. She's apparently doing very, very well right now. She randomly popped up in this conversation and made me think of her, you know, that maybe his wife's a fan. I, you know, I don't <laughs> think so. And if you are a girl, I'm sorry for this podcast. Yeah. But, well, but here's the thing too. And it's like, okay, so do you think here, here's another thing. Do okay. you think when he met my listener? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. His stomach went right to his butthole and he was like, uh-huh. or his heart even went right to his butthole and was like, Oh fuck. What does this girl know about me? Because I was such a fuck boy because the fact that he said that he was my boyfriend mm. shows that he knows that what our situation was, was not kosher. Cause he could have just said we hooked up or we were friends, but I was oh, one of her. Well, maybe boyfriends. he's calling, maybe he's calling you to be like, Hey, please stop talking about me like that. You know, because maybe That's he is because, truth. It's the truth, but like yours, it's your truth, right? So mm-hmm. you don't know what his truth was in the situation. I so would I, die to know his truth. Right. So uh, like if you and I had this experience in college and again, we're under 23 years old at this point. So right, like, right, right, you know, the right. things that we're doing in life, we're still trying to figure out. Right. Right. So like if I had, so there was a girl I dated on and off in college that I really liked and she and I really liked each other, but like it was college. So it was kind of like, are you making a commitment during college? You don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend in college. Like what, why would you do that? You know? So, but we, we came close a couple of times and she, there was a time she came over to my house late night after the bars and I was with somebody else. Oh, and I've never, but I've never cheated on anybody in my life. Right. Right. You know? So there, there wasn't like anything there that she could be mad at, but she was still, but it was still a thing. Right. So I, if, if, if Abby, I'll say her name, I don't care if Abby Finelli had a, had a uh, podcast and was talking about me like that, right. I'd be like, Hey, listen, I know that we uh, kind of had a bad, you know, little thing going on, but can you please stop calling me a fuck boy? So that when I'm in my business meeting, my client turns to me and says, Oh, I know you from a podcast and you're a fuck boy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. But here's the thing is that it's not like I'm saying his name, you know, like. Well, the client obviously knew who it was. Well, right? Yeah, but that's just because she's listened for so long and she was able to figure it out. But the thing but, is, but- if he hadn't said, if he said we were friends, that would have been probably the end of it. He said I was one of her boyfriends, which then puts him in a very small category of maybe like five guys, right? So then right. automatically she's like, oh, well, you're not. So did you date for five years? Bleep, you're not that one. Oh, were you the loser that made her drive you to Maine because you had a DUI? Bleep, you're not that one. Oh, you were the mindfuck guy. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that 
as far as fuck boys in college go, I think everybody's just learning. And it sounds like from the the story you told me, Taylor, that you had a little bit of a hand in. Now later <laughs> la- later on, did you know was he mind fucking you to have what he wanted, and you were being manipulated? Yes. Right. You know, right. but I don't know if he's. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. There's plenty of fuckboys now that still do that shit all the time. The dating apps now are all filled with that shit. I'm gonna say I think he is no longer a fuckboy, but he was. And my question is, do you think he knows he was a fuckboy, and do you yes. think he feels bad? Yes. And do you think those two questions are? I think being married with a child, when he heard that she was like, "Oh, you're this guy," of course, because I would be like, like I said, if Abby Finelli had a podcast and she was talking about me, and somebody I just met was like, "Oh, you're Rob," or "You're that guy," I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> listen, listen, I was drunk for four years." <laughs> I took one sociology class and I almost failed. So like, can we like, okay. Do you, th- so yes, he knows he used to be a fuck boy. He will, we'll give him better for the doubt. He's not a fuck boy anymore. He knows he used to be, he feels bad. And do you think that he, but what about the part where he said, I maybe should have dated her. Is that just some fuck boy or No, it's probably him looking back as an adult and going like, I probably didn't treat them the best that I could have. Okay. You know, like it's, it's hope I'm giving this guy, like I said, I do not condone anything. I'm playing the devil's advocate here and I'm giving him the benefit of, of the doubt as an adult with a wife and child. Right. If he was still single and doing whatever you need clients for, right. Then I would say there's a possibility he's still being a fuck boy because now he's realizing he can't have you. Look, when you made out with Trocadero, yeah. And then he was like, come to spring break. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you. When you were in his eye, that was him being insecure and knowing that you like somebody else was interested. Right. Right. I didn't know so him and you, I didn't know Trucadero was interested. I just thought that was a makeout session. We were just friends. He, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he knew. Yes. You know? Yes. So when you came back, when you got to spring break and you were in his eye line and he could like know where you were, then that's all he needed. Oh, right. So he had his eyes on you. So if he was still single and calling you now and being like keeping his eyes on you and that kind of stuff and just wanted to reach out, blah, 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 kind of manipulate you again into like what you're telling people or anything like that, you know, then he might still a little bit of fuck boyish. Now, if he has a baby and a wife, I'm saying he's probably like, yeah, you know what? I wasn't probably maybe I owe her an apology. See, that's the thing is if through and listen, he like he hasn't reached out or anything. But like that thing is. If he had, or even through the listener had said like, because when he said like, oh, I probably should have dated her, it kind of felt like an apology, but like, I would have preferred if he was like, oh man, I treated her like shit. I feel really bad about that. That would have felt like closure to me. But like, I should have dated her. That doesn't feel like closure. That feels like bullshit. But here's my question. And this is the most important thing to me. Am I the human form of karma for this fuck boy? Me having yes. my own podcast and a radio show where I get, and again, I've never said his name, okay? I've, I've always kept his identity safe, which is almost even more of like, that's crushing. Because if I said his name, you'd be like, that fucking bitch said my name, that's not cool. But the fact that I never even said his name and still my listener was able to figure it out. That's got to yeah, be. Can we say the listener's name? Because no. she deserves some kudos. <laughs> I know. I love her. I don't want to say her name just in case because there's like a work component. I right, don't want right, to put right, her right, in a bad right, spot. Right. But if he, if he tunes into this podcast, he's going to know the fucking night oh, they're talking. No, no, no. She has the upper hand in the business deal. I asked her okay. about it. She's okay. all good. She's kosher. Good, 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 good. Well, good for her also. And but, I also told yeah. her, 
do not make your business decision based on any of the stories I've told. I think he's a much different person now. And she was like, I would never in a million years. I definitely think that you are karma in the human form because look in today's world, everything's so accessible, like videos, text messages, voice notes, all this other podcasts, everything's so accessible that if you fuck up once, you got to really think about every step you're taking because somebody's either going to be videotaping it or recording it or going to talk about it to many, many listeners. So yeah, I think that now people have, you know, now that there's Taylor Streckers out there that could be like, don't fuck up because you'll be called out on it. Like there, people are going to take heed. Yeah. I never knew I would say that either. Heed. <laughs> well, anyway, oh, that felt good, Rob. Thank you for going down that path Wait, with what, me. What, yeah. What did you, so what's your conclusion? My conclusion is I'm karma and suck on that home slice. Okay. That's it. Okay. And, and it also is though. Dude, I guess you're forgiven. Maybe I need one more thing from him to feel full closure. And what okay. that thing would be Maybe is... Maybe he's trying to give that to you. Maybe that's what he's trying to give. And, but, and like, and, but the thing, too, is, like, I don't want to encourage him to, like, reach out to me because it's, like... No. Because, like, I have a wife now, and it sounds like he does, too, and, like, I don't want to do anything that's going to make our partners feel weird, but, like, if there was a way that he could just communicate to me that he knows he was a dick and he's sorry <laughs> that, like... I so might funny, feel also, better. Also, like the the male and female, like what you guys, it, and, and now that I'm thinking about it, like with with arguments and everything else too. You know, there's always the jokes that like women will bring up an argument from six years ago, oh, hell yeah. and you guys think you already got past it, and they're like, oh, "No, yeah. remember when you did that shit?" And you're like, "What? We apologized, and like we went to Cancun for an apology, yes. you know, or whatever it yes. is, right?" But um, like my my co-host Jennifer Golden on it's complicated. She like she still hangs on to this ex-boyfriend that she had 12 years ago. Right. And it's, and it, and it's, she uses, she doesn't use it, but it affects her in her dating life today. Yes. I get that. And I'm like, what that you gotta, you gotta take that and throw it away. Oh, hell hath no fury. Like a woman scorned. Like I, to me, like, up until this conversation, truly like you've kind of set the fuck boy free, if you will. But like, Mm -hmm. I have, like since college, since that incident, even though I dated his friend and even though maybe he regretted it or maybe, but see, there was never any like solid conclusion or closure or conversation. So he's just always been like the, like when people are like, oh, fuck boys. I'm like, oh, I dated a fuck boy. Like he's always been that to me. So the fact that it kind of like finally, how many years later? I graduated in like 05. Fuck. Like yeah. 17 years. 17 years it took for me to kind of get this closure. And yet I'm still able to get as angry as I was 17 days ago. You know, I'm able to access that anger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, you know, maybe this is the world's way, the universe's way of bringing it up again Mm -hmm. so that it can be discussed and can finally be like, oh yeah, that door is still down there in the basement that's been open this whole time. Maybe it's time I go down there and close it, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, move on from it now. Consider and, it closed. And you don't, now you don't have to deal with any other fuck boys ever again. Ever again. Ever, ever again. Just fuck girls. Named, Just fuck girls. Named me. <laughs> yeah. Come over to my side with the fuck girls because you guys exist too. Yeah. Do you think I'm a fuck girl or I was a fuck girl? I think you had fuck girl tendencies, <laughs> but I think. 
girls can be very manipulative manipulative too. Totally. Like they, they, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want a boyfriend, that whole fucking thing. You know, (laughs) there's a lot of traps you guys lay. Yeah. And then, you know what though? It's not in our mind. It's not us being fuck girls. We're not like, I don't want a boyfriend because I'm so sassy. We're trying to be cool girl, you know, from gone girl. It's like cool girls, a size zero needs pizza every single night and beer. Like cool girl doesn't need a commitment. Like we're just saying, we're not saying it because we are like trying to get the upper hand. We're actually saying it because we think you have the upper hand and we want to just say like, Oh, don't worry. I'm cool. And then you're going to fall in love with me once you get to know me. And then you'll be my boyfriend. That's what yeah, that I think is. There's a, I think there's a certain stigma in this, in the sense that like every girl thinks every guy is a player and a fuck boy. Yep. And every guy thinks a girl's manipulative and wants a relationship. You yep. know what I mean? So like, but that's like, I want a relationship right. and I'm not even dating anymore until like the next person I date is going to be the one, or I'm not, I'm not going to get into a relationship. I'm not even putting myself out there yet. Cause I'm not ready right. to do that. You know, so like there's a good balance out there. But when we keep putting these perceptions on people right away, totally. And then they have no other choice but to react to those perceptions, you know? Yeah. So, well, Rob, there's nobody I would have rather talked about this with than you. Yeah, I'm uh, Taylor. I love this. This I love talking to you all the time. So the fact that we could have like (laughs) this was I hope I did this poor Australia guy justice. And I hope I did you. You did. Justice. No, you held me accountable. I like that. You weren't, you didn't just yes me to death. I liked that. I am a little fuck girly, I guess. Yeah. You weren't not, you didn't have no hand in the situation. No, I definitely did. You're right. Yeah. I mean, and I'm a swinger. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. I got, so I got, I got, I got a couple labels over here on on my person as well. (laughs) Um, Well, listen, if you ever need, if you ever need a guy's point of view like that again, let me know. I'll come. I have no problem coming on and being like, here's what we're thinking. Yeah. And here's why we're doing that. Right. So I love, I mean, yeah. So he's an asshole. He was an asshole. Fine. We don't know what he is now. He was an but asshole. he was he was definitely an asshole back then. And uh you've definitely uh karmically beat him up. I love it. it. Okay, then you know what? Case closed. I feel great. Yes. I'm like lawn or SVU over here. Fuck yeah, yeah. Mushka Argate. <laughs> Detective Bennett. Um Rob, thank you so much, you guys. Make sure to check out Rob's podcast. Uh, it's called It's Complicated. Um, and then you can always follow Rob uh, on Instagram at Forevers. I can't do it. It's like it's like both. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's at Forevers Evers. So yes. my last name is Evers, right. E-V-O-R-S. So right. it's spelled at F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S, E-V-O-R-S, at Forevers Evers. At Forevers Evers. Yes. Yeah, you and Bo, man, really making my brain explode with these handles. Yeah, but they're clever. They are clever. They're very clever. Um, (laughs) Rob, you're the best. I adore you. Thank you for joining me. I love you very much. I can't wait to see you and cry in your arms at Stassi and Bo's wedding. I'm sure I'll figure out a way. And when Rob's around, I will get drunk and I will cry in his arms. It's just the way it goes. There will be so much drinking and crying and happy tears and... I'm lost in Tuscany. Come find me, tears. (laughs) Uh, You guys, that's it for us this week. Um, Please, if you don't already, subscribe to the podcast. And also, if you can rate and review it, it's like the greatest thing you can do for a podcaster. It's like tipping somebody. So uh, rate, review, and subscribe. And yeah, that's it for us. You guys, have a great one. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Bye.